Welcome to Island Conversations with Sherry Bracken, where we talk about issues facing our Big Island community. Island Conversations, Sunday mornings on KWXX at 6.30 and on B97B93 at 7 a.m. Or listen anytime at kwxx.com. Island Conversations, brought to you by KTA Superstores, where you're someone special every day since 1916. Now, here's your host and producer, Sherry Bracken. Aloha. Welcome to a bonus podcast for Island Conversations. You may hear Island Conversations on the radio on the Big Island of Hawaii on Sundays at 6.30 a.m. on KWXX, 101.5 in Kona, 94.7 in Hilo, or at 7 a.m. on Sundays, 93.1 in Kona, 97.1 in Hilo. And then the interviews are posted as podcasts at kwxx.com and b97hawaii.com. Today, Tuesday, October 1st, I went to the blessing of the Kiahu Olu Courthouse Kona Judiciary Complex, and I had a chance to sit down with Chief Justice Mark Rechtenwald and talk about not just the courthouse, but a few other legal issues. Before we hear from Chief Justice Mark Rechtenwald, let's hear from our regular sponsor, KTA Superstores, which employs around 900 people on the Big Island of Hawaii. At KTA, local and fresh means you get the very best Hawaii Island has to offer. The grass-fed meats you find at KTA are raised without added hormones or antibiotics. Our seafood department is stocked with sustainable choices caught in local waters by local fishermen. KTA carries the largest selection of Hawaii Island homegrown produce. Our mountain apple brand is all local so you know it's fresh and delicious. Local and fresh always tastes best at KTA. Chief Justice Mark Rechtenwald, thank you so much for taking the time. Absolutely, Sherry. Thank you for having me. Okay, Chief Justice, we are sitting in the brand new Keahu Olu Courthouse, the Kona Courthouse, which officially opened on September 3rd, 2019. And it's a really exciting event for Kona, certainly. What would you like the Big Island community to know about this facility? Why is it important for the state to have spent $95.8 million to create this facility? I think this is a milestone for the Kona community. This courthouse will enable us to have a secure, safe, modern environment where we can bring justice to people. And, you know, folks come before the courts uh, with some of the most profound issues in their life, uh, custody disputes, criminal cases, being foreclosed on, whatever it might be. And it's essential we provide them with a place where they can come together to address those issues in an environment that's comfortable, safe, and respectful of what's taking place. And now we have that environment here. It'll help us provide so many more services to the West Hawaii community, from access to justice to bringing all of our services together in one place. I think this courthouse is going to be an incredible benefit to the community. Well, I was in the law library, and I know that one of the things you did at the dedication was acknowledge the role that Judge Ibarra, Judge Ronald Ibarra played in dedicating the self-help center to him. So it sounds like there's a way for even people who are not lawyers and not really familiar with how the law works to make sure they get the right service. Yeah, absolutely. The bar here, uh, the attorneys here in West Hawaii have been amazing in volunteering their time at what we call the self-help center. It used to be in our old courthouse, it was a self-help desk because we didn't have much room, but it's a place where members of the public who are representing themselves in civil cases who can't afford a lawyer can go and talk to an attorney to get some information about the system, about how the process is going to work, how they can present their claim or their defense or their side of the story. 
We opened that in 2013. Uh, we've had uh, more than 3,000 people have come through those doors. But again, we really didn't have a space where people could talk privately to the attorney. We really didn't have any room. This place, where we are now, the new courthouse, has three conference rooms where attorneys can talk privately with people. And I think it really reflects the fact that we have just a great community here, people who want to help, but we need to have a place where people can come together to provide those services to the community, and this is that place. Chief Justice Rechtenwald, you're in charge of the Hawaii State Supreme Court. People are curious, how do you decide what cases the Supreme Court will hear? Because we hear at the federal level that the justices get to choose. Tell us how it works here in the Hawaii Supreme Court. Well, that's true largely for us as well. Our primary way the cases come to us is from the Intermediate Court of Appeals. If someone's unhappy with the decision there, they can petition our court to review the case. Occasionally we'll get um, a request to bypass the intermediate court and come right to us. There are a few statutes that have provided that uh, agency decisions will come directly to us rather than even stopping at the circuit court or the appellate court. But it's kind of a complex lay of the land, but for the bulk of our cases, it's a discretionary decision whether we think that a case needs to be accepted to clarify the law, provide guidance to the trial courts or the public. There are three branches of government, the executive, the legislative, the judicial. Relative to the law, what is the role of each? Well, you know, the, the legislature drafts the laws, enacts the laws, has the power of the purse and the budget, which obviously are incredibly important parts of the government. The executive branch is responsible for executing the law, for putting in motion the, the programs and policies that have been determined by the legislature. And then our, our job is to interpret the law. And protect individual rights. So if someone believes that their rights under the Constitution have been infringed, the courts are a place where they can come and make those claims. If someone feels a, a law has been misinterpreted, they can come to us and ask for, ask for us to read the law and provide an interpretation. So all three branches work together, but with respect for their individual roles. Recently, both at the federal level and at the state level, it feels like some of the decisions of the Supreme Court are being ignored. At the federal level, the president has said he can just issue executive orders if he doesn't like a Supreme Court decision. And locally in the state of Hawaii, it's become clear that if some do not like the decision, they feel that they can just do whatever they want anyway, block a road or you know, block a project. And I guess I'd just like your comments on that because many people here on the Big Island have expressed concern about what is the role of law? What is the rule of law if that situation is true, that the Supreme Court decisions can be ignored? I'm not able to answer the question because one part of who we are as judges is that we decide cases based on the facts and the law. So we wait for cases to come before us and decide actual cases. And again, when we do that, we have an open mind and not have already made up our minds about a particular case or expressed opinions that might cause people to think, hey, you know what, they've already made up their mind. They've already decided one way or the other. So you know, because there are cases that uh, could come before our courts, under our code of ethics, I'm not allowed to really comment one way or the other. And you know, again, we'll wait. If cases come before us, we'll decide those cases as they come and do it again according to the facts and the law. Chief Justice Rechtenwall, you have a program called Courts in the Community, and you've been here on the Big Island several times. It's a terrific program. I saw you at Kealakehe High School, and there were several hundred kids, and I say kids, teenagers, yeah. who are really overwhelmed with being able to watch an actual Supreme Court in action. You used a case that was 
and you typically use a case that's appropriate to the jurisdiction. Tell us whether, you know, like what your plan is for the future. Is this something that will continue? Will we see you again on the Big Island doing that kind of thing? Absolutely. So it's become an established program, and we'll be back here every four years to the west side of the island and every four years to Hilo. And again, People talk about and they sort of decry the lack of knowledge of civics or, you know, among our young people. Do they understand our government? Do they understand separation of powers? And, you know, it, it, it's important, of course, to study those things, to talk about them in the abstract, but there's nothing better than letting students see government in action. And when they come to one of our oral arguments, they're seeing an actual case. And what makes the program so special is that lawyers in the community, and that this was true here in Kona as well, go out to the schools before the argument is held, explain to the students what the issues are, what the attorneys are likely to argue, uh, what the role of the justices will be, and then hold an actual practice oral arguments for the students. So when they come and see the court in action, they understand what's happening, they understand the issues, uh, and it's incredibly exciting. It engages them in the process and helps them understand what the rule of law, what the Constitution and the separation of powers means, what a statute is and how it's interpreted in ways that I think if you just talk to them in the abstract, it's hard for them to really uh, to grasp in the way that if they see it in person, it has just a tremendous impact. So it's something we do now twice a year all around the state, and we're very excited about it. Well, I know that I interviewed some students, both Hilo and Kona, when you've come, and they want to be lawyers now. They want to get engaged in the process, which is, I'm sure, part of the objective, just get them engaged. Absolutely, and we've had students, you know, I think probably uh, we've had students who've come up to us and said, hey, I'm thinking about becoming a lawyer. I'll tell you, one of our very first arguments, I had a student come up to me and say, in their practice argument, they had asked the same question that one of my colleagues asked during the real argument. And you could see in that student's face a sense of empowerment that, you know, I saw that issue, I spotted it, I asked the question when we did the practice argument. And this person who was my esteemed colleague, Justice Simeon Akoba, one of the most brilliant jurists ever in this state, asked the exact same question. I could see that student's eyes light up and say, you know what, my ideas are valid. I can break down an issue and understand it just as well as one of the smartest people in the state. So to me, that's an amazing connection to be able to make with a student. Chief Justice Mark Rechtenwald, before we say aloha, anything you'd like to add as we're sitting here in this beautiful new courthouse? You know, to me, you know, today, today is about the building and, you know, being able to say thanks to everybody who made it possible, you know, from the legislature, the Big Island legislators who supported us, the county council, the governor who's been great throughout, and everybody who worked so hard to bring the building to where it is. Tomorrow, or actually this afternoon as we go back to our jobs, it's all about the people in this community. And the courthouse is about giving us the ability to serve people better. And we're really excited about the opportunities to be able to bring more better uh, services and make our services more accessible to the people of the west side of the island. And at this point, I was ready to conclude my discussion with Chief Justice Mark Rechtenwald and then Tammy Morey, who was doing a video for the state judiciary. Tammy used to be with the state judiciary, and now she's freelance videographer. She asked Chief Justice Rechtenwald a question. There is a self-help center in the new Kona Courthouse, and they have named it in honor of former Chief Judge Ronald Ibarra, who was really a heavy driver behind getting a new Kona Courthouse. Prior to having this courthouse, the courts on the west side of the island were conducted in the 1941-era Kona Community Hospital, the former Kona Community Hospital, where actually Judge Jabara had been born, conducted also in a former garden supply shop and in a former title office, and the security was lacking to the point where 
prisoners were mingling almost with the public. And even in 2016, somebody actually set fire to the outside door to a judge's chambers. So Tammy Morey asked about the self-help center, which is now dedicated to former Chief Judge Ronald DeBarra. And here's what Chief Justice Rechtenwald had to say. And please forgive the scratchiness. I was actually putting the recorder away, and then I thought, wow, this is kind of interesting. So back to Chief Justice Rechtenwald. I love the surprise for Judge Ibarra. Yeah, that was cool. Um, yeah. So can you tell me a little about the Self-Help oh. Center and yeah. why you decided to, to name it in his honor? Yeah, so um, you know, the idea of having a self-help center is something that really has just kind of arisen here in Hawaii in the last 10 years or so. And the idea is we have attorneys who want to volunteer their time to help people, but it's hard for them to take on an entire case. But they have the ability to come in and spend a couple hours once a month helping people who are coming into the court system, have a civil case, can't afford a lawyer, don't know exactly where to go and what to do. And the lawyers volunteer maybe 15, 20 minutes for each person who walks in can say, this is what the judge is going to be looking for. This, this is what you need to bring into court. These are the papers you're going to need. These are the kinds of issues you're going to hear the judge or the other person ask about and give them just an orientation so they can meaningfully participate. Because you know, what we have is just thousands of people across the state who are representing themselves each year, and we need to find ways to enable them to do that effectively. And one, Chief Judge Ibarra has been a leader statewide in improving and finding ways to deliver services to those folks, whether it's supporting legal services providers like the Legal Aid Society or recruiting lawyers to volunteer their time in the self-help center. So here on the west side of Hawaii Island, we've helped more than 3,000 people thanks to the generosity of the bar and thanks to Chief Judge Ibarra's leadership in encouraging people to volunteer their time. And so to us, it was very, very fitting to name this self-help center in his honor. And then there was one more thing. Chief Judge Ronald Ibarra retired a couple of years ago, and that might mean retirement for most people. But Judge Ibarra told me during the blessing of the Keahu Olu Courthouse that Chief Justice Rechtenwald had asked him to serve on some various commissions, including a prison reform commission. And Chief Justice Rechtenwald commented on that. The Prison Oversight Task Force, I think, is supposed to bring you know, a fresh look and an independent eye at what's happening in our prisons across the state. It really fits in with a lot of what we've done on criminal justice reform, which is trying to look at ways to be smarter, more effective, whether it's through drug court and whether it's through identifying, you know, ways to be able to release people on bail or on conditions that will ensure they show up, make sure that they're not a risk to the community, but not lock people up simply because they can't afford it and save those bed spaces in our prisons and jails for the people who truly are a danger and who truly need the message that it sends to be incarcerated. So, you know, I think that that Oversight Commission is, is a very, very important innovation, and I'm really glad to have Judge Ibarra sit on it with his knowledge of criminal law and also because he'll bring a neighbor island perspective, and I think that's something that, you know, can often get lost in these conversations, and I, I know he won't let that uh, perspective be lost, and I know he'll be... Fair, and I know he also knows how to ask tough questions, so I think he can get to the bottom of a lot of issues and help us focus our efforts going forward. Well, like I told him, if you think you're staying retired, you're obviously not. I mean, and you know, whether it's volunteering at his grandkids' school or volunteering to try to make our prison system more effective, he's just somebody who always steps up. You know, to me, he represents everything to me that I, when I think of this side of the island, I think of the people of the side of the island, I think of him and what he stands for as a person. And 
he's pretty amazing. He and I have coffee once in a while, and you know, people will come up and say, you know, you probably don't remember me, but I was in your courtroom, and guess what? My life is so much better now. Yeah, and I think you know his passion was drug court, and so his his passion is helping people, and he also you know doesn't forget his roots, so he views the world from the perspective of the ordinary person who doesn't necessarily have a lot of resources, who can't afford a high-priced lawyer, who may have you know, a lot of things that have sort of tripped them up in life. And, you know, he understands those challenges. I think he holds people accountable, but he also realizes that people have a lot to overcome in their lives. And, you know, respect, aloha, fairness, and consistency from the judge can go a long way into helping move people in the right direction. And I think he models that and exemplifies that every day in his own life and on the bench. You know, again, he's changed an awful lot of lives for the better. Chief Justice Mark Rechtenwald, thank you so much. Aloha. Thank you so much, Sherry. Aloha. We talked with Chief Justice Mark Rechtenwald at the blessing of the Kiahu Olu Courthouse Kona Judiciary Complex on Tuesday, October 1st. He was in town for the blessing, and the blessing was attended by dozens, at least more than 100, I think around 200, legislators and people who work in the judiciary, people who are employees in that building, attorneys, and more. This is a bonus podcast for Island Conversations. I'm Sherry Bracken. If you subscribe to Island Conversations on your phone, new episodes will automatically download, but there is definitely a new episode every week on Sunday, and then bonuses like this one. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Island Conversations with Sherry Bracken, available anytime at kwxx.com. We welcome your feedback and suggestions at info at kwxx.com. Join us next week for another Island Conversations with Sherry Bracken, brought to you by KTA Superstores, where you're someone special every day since 1916.